Corona. Mm. Fucking haircut. Jesus. You know how like that's the first place I'm going after we open up. You know how packed every fucking barbershop is gonna be after all this? You know how ugly people are gonna be looking getting in there? Bro. Everyone's my, gonna be wearing a hat until after the haircut. I have my barber's number, bro. I'm not some type of peasant, alright? I'm gonna make that appointment. I might even show up to his house. Fuck the barbershop. Anyways, guys, welcome back to the cleanest number one podcast in the world. I'm your esteemed host, David. I'm also your esteemed host, Ryan. Eh, I guess Ryan's here too. I'm always the the star of the show. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you sure? I am sure. I feel like you kind of bring me down. I bring down the facts. That's what it is. Oh, please. You don't know anybody's name. Isn't that what your girlfriend's been telling you? Don't speak on topics unless you know the person's name. (laughs) Whoa, whoa. No need to bring Rachel into this. No need. Hey, Rachel, we want all the smoke. I never even met you. But it's all good. (laughs) Anyways... What do you want to talk about, Ryan? I wanted to talk about... First thing, we want to talk about some protests. Because these dumb white people like to protest over uh, not getting their hair done. Or not being able to get their hair done. Or going to the barbershop. Or getting a massage. No? Or do you want to talk about something else? Okay. You see, I try to make this a Ryan appreciation episode. But it looks like I'm going to take the reins back. Guys. Oh, we can also talk about the oil, or we can talk about our content reviews, or we can talk about Westworld again, whatever you want to talk about. No, Ryan, I need you to say a little bit more enthusiasm. Don't say we can, say we are. Tell them, uh, Ryan. Say it with <laughs> your chest, homie. I'll put them in their place, okay? I will, for now on. Okay, now let's start over. Start over. Like, All what right. are we talking about? So today, we are going to talk about these anti-lockdown rallies that we've been seeing all around the country. We are going to talk about Georgia opening up already. We're going to talk about oil prices and the negatives. We're going to talk about some content reviews because everyone's bored at home and watching Jack No Sh- I mean, I don't even know. Everyone's watching different things. Uh, probably talk about like something like Westworld again and some other stuff. All right, you heard it from the man himself. It could be a, it could be an amazing episode, or it could be completely shit. To be honest, we don't know. There's not really much going on in quarantine because everybody's in the fucking house. So, roll the intro. No. Wake up, culture. I got too much genius shit that the world needs to see and feel. I'm always at home. Please, you're never at home. Went to go buy a bike today. A bike? Your girlfriend went to go buy a bike. From Walmart? Yeah. Why? Needing a bike, and she finally has a reason to for sure get another one. <laughs> okay, you're going to go on bike rides? I guess. Hold hands. Apparently. Oh, did you get the two-seater? I don't need a bike, bro. What the fuck I look like? My bad, bro. Anyways, guys. America, we're fucking idiots. Like, they told us to stay at home. And we've been out in the streets. Especially the white people. Yeah. Protesting in the streets. Fam. Like, alright. So, if you guys don't know, over the past week, there have been protests, like, lighting up around the country of the whites. 
at Capitol buildings and just like just places they're in large gatherings, okay? And they're protesting the lockdown. And I I, I don't understand the logic behind it because there's literally people out there saying like there was a picture on Twitter. This lady was saying, My uh my body, my choice and as talking about the one with the sign yes the one with the sign and then the sign had a crossed out mask it's like guys people are people are dying but then it's like you have fox news spreading all this misinformation did you did you notice in that same picture i'm looking at it right now she has a bandana wrapped around her neck that she could pull up to her face bro it makes no sense it's like fox news Um, is just like um what was the word it starts with r it's just, it's just like getting these guys like so an- like anxious, and like they're in the house or just watching the news all day. Fear mongering. Fear mongering, perfect word. They're just like they're fear mongering everybody, saying, "Yeah, the government, they want to give you money, and they don't want you to go and work." And like the fucking Midwestern, they're like, and then "What?" You got, and then you got Trump over here making it political and saying stuff about the Democrats and making it like a conspiracy thing. And it's like, come Bro. on, like I saw, I saw a video. It was in Michigan um, that there was a large protest like that, and um, healthcare workers weren't able to get to the hospital, and the people that were protesting against, you know, the lockdown were like, uh, one lady that they interviewed was like, "Oh, I can't go to the hairdresser," and then she shows the top of her hair to the to the camera. And you're just like, I understand you don't feel your best or look your best, but like it, that's so selfish. I mean, really, I mean, if I really, I've got, I got a haircut last week and I got it at a friend's house. No big deal. I know some Mm. people might be against that. Whatever. You are social distancing. My point is I wouldn't protest over me not being able to go to the barbershop. That is stupid. That is ignorant. That, that is privilege in every way. You really think that's a, an issue in your life? That is so stupid. Bro, I'm almost there. And then you see all these. hmm? I'm almost to that point. Yeah. No, protesting dude, about the barbershop on. get some get some clippers have your mom do it and then or your sister do it whoever and then i don't know about your edge up because i don't trust anyone doing an edge up they don't know what they're doing bro but i, I mean at least your hair fade. won't be so long i get a drop fade bro it, drop it won't fade. work but like, i can't just get like like you you get like an even all around right uh no i get a fade oh yeah now i, def- I get a fade. yeah i def but before you got like an even all around i wouldn't trust anybody giving me like an even like I'm I'm not going from a fucking drop fade to like a a buzz like a one or something crazy. Oh my god! I've seen like, people do I, it. It's, they look nuts. No, for sure. I did you see that video? It was um, it was an Asian American uh, nurse that was standing in front of a truck, and this white lady's like screaming him, "Land of the free! If you wanna, if you don't like it, go back to the China or like some shit like that." No, it I went really it. viral. Not at all. And she's like, go to China if you want communism. She's like protesting against the lockdown. And I'm just like, bro, why? Why? And you know what? I, you know, I applied for unemployment. I got my unemployment check. I'm like, how could you not be happy with what we're at least getting? Like, I'm yeah. getting more money than I got paid. And now like, seriously, I'm making more m- money than I would have if I was working. Exactly. Now they're saying that, that doesn't, you're that probably going to get $2,000. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. From that new bill. Um, I, I do want to talk about it because we don't know exactly because it's it's probably not going to come to fruition. Going to get shot down. Yeah, unless like there's something in there for like the uh, the what's called Republicans and their uh, private equity guys. But 
basically there's a new bill in the Senate, I want to say, uh, um, but essentially it states that every American, I don't know about the whole age thing, but it says like for every American from 16 to a certain age will be eligible to get $2,000 from the government because, and this is where I think they can make it to where it passes because people should be more pissed off about this $1,200 stimulus check than they really are. Did you also see that, um, that what is it? So the it's original coronavirus, the coronavirus relief and economic security act, you know, the one that they just passed that gave us all the money we're getting. Yeah. Uh, it's going to save 43,000 taxpayers who earn more than $1 million annually and average in $1.7 million in tax liabilities. Yeah. So now you, can, like, now you can move around assets, bro. There's always there's always a silver lining. Now you can move around assets. You can like start liquidating some things and not have to pay taxes on it. Like I'm pretty sure that they like suspend corporate gains tax. It like there's always something that they can do to benefit the rich because, as like shitty as it sounds, most of the Republicans and most of the people in like the House or the Senate are the rich, like the one percent. Because they, a lot of them they might make a shit. Um, public servant salary, but they make a hell of a killing on fucking lobbyists and all that other shit that they just send to a quote-unquote foundation that they get to eat out of. Uh, I was looking at like what you're talking about, and I'm reading more about the bill, and I'm just like that. That's just so sad. That just doesn't make any sense. What? What? Why? Why are you gonna? I mean, I understand reliefing them of some tax, I guess. I still don't get it, but I understand it to a point. But the amount of relief is just ridiculous. I mean, it's just a handout to the rich. Yeah. We believe in, was it believe in com, you know, socialism for the rich? Socialism, you know, for the wealthy. Exactly. And before um, people were talking about how the American, like, uh, the American taxpayer only got a certain amount of money and all these corporations got X and X amount of dollars, whatever. And they did the math on it. They broke it down and they said for every dollar like the government spent, the American taxpayer got three cents. Doesn't make any sense. And relief. So essentially like these guys got tri- like essentially all like, what was it? A Two trillion dollar tax relief, something like that, or um, stimulus, whatever it was. They got, they got all of it. I mean, that's that's the really only thing. They got, we got six hundred. It was two trillion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got all of it because ninety three cents on <laughs> ninety three ninety seven cents on three cents is a joke. And the thing is, most Americans don't understand that kind of math. So they're just walking around with their twelve hundred dollars stimulus check, burning a hole in their pocket, about to go pick up a new Nintendo Switch, but don't realize they really got fucked. I mean, it says here the tax provision in the coronavirus relief bill will cost taxpayers about $90 billion. About 82% of the benefits will go to about 43,000 taxpayers who earn more than $1 million annually, saving them $1.7 million in tax liabilities, which is less than 3% of the benefits. Well, less than 3% of the benefits going to people making less than 100 grand a year. Exactly, and you know why I think, <laughs> <laughs> you know why I think That's this is gonna so work. So depressing, dude. God, like it just, it never works out in our favor. Nothing works out in our favor. This next check that's gonna be for two thousand dollars. As much as we said it probably won't get passed, I feel like it would, and I feel like Trump is gonna make it a mission to get passed because it's gonna be Donnie dollars. Not even no, not even that, because it's, it's gonna boost the economy. 
like the economy. We're, we're gonna no. We're we're going into recession. Like everybody who listens to this podcast needs to know that we're it, a recession's coming. It's inevitable, and it's gonna be the worst thing since the Great Depression. Because you just can't. Well, like, honestly, I don't know anymore because you can't print money like this and then assume everything's gonna be okay. The thing is, you know who owns all of our debt, right? It's China. Yeah. So what happens when they come and try to collect on the debt and we can't pay yeah. it? Then yeah. America's... I agree. People don't realize that countries have credit scores. So if America, America's credit score goes bad, then no one's going to want to do business with them because they're like, oh, then, you guys can't pay your debts. Yeah, no, and then a bunch of other things will get affected by it too. Yeah, but at the same time as we say this, it's we're being proven that none of that matters. Like we're like they're literally proving to us that we can literally just print as much money as we want and everything's gonna be all right because the stock market's not taking a hit. People like it, it, the, everything's like it's being manipulated so much that you re- start to realize like, yo, this is all bullshit. Like all those times where they said we never had the money for this, we don't have the money for that. They're <laughs> they're literally just printing money, and like no one's asking where it's coming from. Before they try to like they try to play it off like, oh, you have to pay it back. That's where it's coming from, blah, 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 blah. And then they came out and said, oh, no, we don't have to pay it back. As like a, well, a I catch- mean, we all, know, we all know how Republican-ran countries, or sorry, when the U.S. is ran by the Republicans versus how the country is run by the Democrats, it's always the same. Whenever Republicans are in power, they don't care about how much money they spend. Deficits don't matter. As soon as Democrats are in power, all of a sudden they care about deficits. Doesn't make sense. Bro, and it's like, and the thing I hate the most about it is that at least Democrats will lie to you. Like, <laughs> Obama and all these guys, like, they had they had dealings with, like, some of these private companies. But they had at least, like, the, the common courtesy of lying to your face. Like, the, like, Trump and his homies, they're just doing it in broad daylight, bro. Like, they're, they're out here just fucking off trillions of dollars and giving it all to their homies. Disney got $150 billion. I'm pretty sure Disney was stockpiling cash, but for some reason they needed a, a bailout. Um, who else got money? Like, yeah, a bunch of companies that didn't need it. Yeah. Did you see uh, Burger Shack or whatever gave back their... Uh, Shake Shack? Their t- yeah, they gave... Shake Shack or Burger Shack? Yeah, Shake Shack gave yeah. ba- gave back their their loan because they don't need it and they wanted to go to s- small businesses that actually need it. Exactly, and it's like that was just a PR thing because I'm pretty sure the money probably never even hit Bro, their account. That's really good PR though. I know, but I'm pretty sure the money never even hit their account. They probably got proof for it and then went and told the bank, "No, nah, we don't want it." And and they're like, you know what? Let's just use this as like a as a reason to improve our brand, even though no one. Your brand's all right, but it's still too expensive for my taste. Like, Oh, whatever, bro. You know, hey, before we continue, we need to talk about what we want to do for the next couple episodes. All right, go So ahead. we don't forget. You have the all right, so... Remember, what you, say it with your chest. Yes, that's all I ever say things with. No, um, you start saying stuff with your pussy a little bit. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Dang, dude. All right, so... We want to start making a couple episodes with things y'all want to talk about. If y'all can, either DM me or David or Insta or one of our Instas or Twitters, whatever. Cleanest pot on Insta. Yes. And then let us know what subjects y'all want to talk about. Um, things that have been interesting, whether it's political, whether it's content, whether it's the weather, whether it's the state you live in, stuff you're having to deal with. Uh whatever type of question you got 
Um, or if it's just like a subject. So like if you want us to talk about a particular show, I'm sure me and David can probably binge watch that shit so quick, even if we haven't seen it because we got plenty of time. I got nothing to um, But uh, Casa de Papel. Um, we can talk about whatever. It doesn't matter to me. But yes, so DM, DM us, message us, whatever, text us. It doesn't matter. Let us know what y'all want to talk about or something that interests y'all with our beautiful, amazing opinions that we have, especially mine. Mine's the best. That's it. That's it? That's it. All right, perfect. Actually, I want to talk about something that we didn't talk about. Um, at least I don't think we talked. Did we talk about uh, Dave Portnoy? You said no? No. So, like, um, Barstool Sports president, Dave Portnoy, El Presidente, has been trading stocks, right? And he's been doing so. Uh, he's been doing it, you know, semi. I would even say successfully. He's he's just been doing it. He's been live streaming it to people. I we talked about it because I remember I ta- I told you about the fine he got. That's where it was. Oh, I didn't realize that was his name. Yeah, yeah. So this dude's still trading stocks. And I've been watching like some of the clips. There's like a, a funny recap video on it, and I'll send it to you later to watch. But if you don't follow Barcelona Sports, or you don't follow if you if you don't follow like trading or Barcelona Sports or whatever, I still recommend you watch this because it's the funniest shit you'll ever see. It's like this guy's literally sitting here. And he's like taking advice. He's like, he's like, yeah, uh, my guy told me that in this kind of economy with no one traveling, bones gonna go down. And then it's like, and he's like, so I put an option on Boeing. I put put, I put put options. I put like 150 grand or whatever the fuck it was, bro. It's like the next day, Boeing shoots up at an all time high, like a 52 week high. That thing, Boeing's on fire at this point. And this dude's like down half a million dollars within like the first thirty minutes of the trading day. That's that's depressing. It's depressing, but it's so funny. Like I'm telling you, like if you if you watch this, like you have the time of your life. It's just, anyways. The I'm that's all I wanted to say. Um, but what what do you what do you want to talk about, Ryan? Since we were already talking about the the protests and everything, we want you want to talk about that. Say, uh, was it Georgia we were talking about that they're starting to open everything this Friday? I mean, yeah, everybody's opening everything for some stupid reason. I just don't understand. Maybe you can explain it to me because I really don't understand. I mean, there's not much of an explanation. I, I don't understand how anyone's agreeing with it. But, um, like, for example, Georgia is opening their gyms, their fitness centers, their bowling alleys, their barber shops, their cosmetologists, hair designers, nail salons, massage therapists. Um, gyms, I don't care what they do. I don't care if they make people stay six feet apart. I don't care if they take out machines. I don't care if they separate the, the, you know, the benches more, you know, all that stuff. There is no way that that a gym is not going to be like a place infested with bacteria and potentially COVID-19. It doesn't make sense as, as a, as a governor to pass that. It blows my mind. I understand the whole restarting the economy because at a point, like, you have, like, at a point you have to do this because, like, keeping everybody inside where you can't go anywhere and things like that, it doesn't work. 
but on the other hand, it's like some of these places, like I, I'll probably like for the remainder, I'll probably won't walk into a gym for the rest of the year. I'll like I'll figure out a workout at home. Like I was working out. And that's for what a, I've been doing. Yeah, I was working out for a while, and then like I stopped last week just because like I my sleep schedule was fucked up. I didn't have any motivation. I'm trying to start back up because I fixed my sleeping schedule a little bit, so I'm trying to start back again this week. But it's 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 it doesn't make sense for certain things like restaurants. I don't like we were talking about earlier restaurants. Most of these your favorite restaurants will never open again. Like their doors will be forever closed. You're talking about local or franchises. Local, local, right? like it, like anybody who has like if they have one or two restaurants, like those that like little franchise of two uh, restaurants would never open again. Like you had a you had a you have like your favorite like under under the radar like taco spot that hoe's gone. Like it's such a sh- it's such a shame though because like um, with the the coronavirus or coronavirus with the the Care Act or whatever it's called, they're gonna they're supposed to have that bill that they give you a loan to pay your employees for eight weeks and if you do you don't have to pay it back and all that and like you know what i'm talking about right mm-hmm. so the the thing i don't understand about it is everyone's having issues applying for it and so it's like even these small businesses that could potentially still be able to live throughout this bro the money's are gonna yeah they're gonna die because of that and it's so sad i mean yeah. let's say you know what's even worse? It's like imagine these like you know I I mean I live in a so near me is like a lot of Korean Vietnamese and uh, those type of restaurants and markets. So I have like a Korean market right next to me, and so I can imagine even worse off with those people because some might not have citizenship, some might not be able to apply for some of those things, and then that's just so depressing because they're really good food and and they're nice you know people and it's a shame to see these things go down but it is what it is i guess the problem we're out here saving billionaires and saving millionaires yeah the problem is that a lot of these company or a lot of these businesses i don't want to say companies because they're just really businesses at the end of the day don't like let's say for a restaurant for example you're like your favorite korean spot probably has like a five to ten percent margin that's like a typical restaurant and in order whoa, to sustain- whoa, whoa, that's wrong. Restaurants you- normally have really high margins. No, not at all. Because the, the, uh, most restaurants have very low margin. I can almost the guarantee that. Markup on fact. food is, bro. Markup on food is always really high. Bro, I'm talking not. I'm not talking about like the food. So like, I'm talking about like their like net margin for like their operating like operating costs like yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So like they're they're operating okay. at like a at an asinine, insanely low margin, right? So when restaurants operate like that, that's not like a crazy exclusive restaurant or steakhouse. It needs to maintain a ninety percent, somewhat ninety percent occupancy in order to like make money and stay in business. And when these places start opening up again, like I know for a fact in California, when they open up, like they're not allowed to like exceed something like thirty percent occupancy. Oh yeah, no, I know. Even when they do open, they're all gonna be fucked. Yeah, so it's like you you open and. And the problem really lies is like you were able to get off some somewhat get off about paying your rent because when your landlord came to you saying, hey, rent's due, you're like, yo, I'm not even open. I'm not paying rent for something I'm not using. So you're able to get that message off. You're able to be slick or whatever the fuck you wanted to talk, uh, be with it. Now, whenever you start opening up just a little bit and you get like 30 percent at the max occupancy, your landlord's going to come back to you saying, yo, rent's due. 
and you can't say no because you're using the space. And that's where a lot of people are going to get fucked. That's why a lot of these restaurants would never come back because they can't afford it. I think you're right, and then I think you're wrong because I also think that who are they going to get to move in? You know what I mean? But that's the thing, like, like those, but the thing is, like, those guys, like, they'll kick you out, and they're, like, they'll, because they, they hire people, like, to find people to move in, so even, if yeah. it's a restaurant space, like, they don't care, they'll strip it down, they'll make it into, like, an office space, and, like, they'll charge less for rent, but they'll make it to where they can make their own mortgage payments. Yeah, what you're saying, plus they can do, uh, probably mess with their taxes after that, too. Exactly. So the only person out there that's really fucked is you, because you're not making money, you're probably breaking even. And if if not even breaking even, you're probably you're probably operating at sixty percent income of what you were before, and that's not going to be enough to pay everybody and your bills. And you think about sorry. And I was going to say that's why, whenever I, I had to like give, I mean I don't need to give a shout out, but like I had to like, like we had to give like a a shout out and a respect to Travis Kalanick, the founder of Uber. Cause this dude in his like career of like, like being at the top, like inventing like shit that he knew we would need. He's two for two. And it's insane. He did, he did Uber ride sharing, which is big, even though like the financials of it don't work. It literally changed transportation forever. Like being able to order something from your phone, go here, there, whatever. And like literally not have a need for a car. is crazy. And it's cool. But he came out with another invention that a lot of, not if, unless you like know about the tech scene, you really, you wouldn't really know about it. But he came out with something called cloud kitchens. Where oh, I love the I love the idea of cloud kitchens. Yeah, where essentially, um, your favorite like like you say you you have a favorite Korean spot. Instead of renting out a whole restaurant, they can literally just rent space in the kitchen, cook their food there, and like make it delivery or or to go and like p- make you pick it up somewhere. I think I think those ideas are amazing. Like me and my mom are talking about it so much because she can make empanadas, and empanadas mm-hmm. aren't really big in Texas, Mansfield, yeah. Arlington. You can, there's not space. even a place that sells them. Yeah, and you know they have local uh, kitchens that you can rent, and doing something like that, I think would you make a killing. Exactly, and I remember because I listened to a lot of tech podcasts, like a lot of venture capital podcasts. I remember whenever this dude like came up with this idea. Bro, people were laughing at him. People are like, "What the fuck is this guy? He's this guy's a joke, bro. He hit Uber once, and now he's just fucking out here just blowing up other people's money." And they're making. Well, I mean, if they're making. I mean, if you read like articles. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. If you read articles of when Amazon first started or eBay first started, people like, "Why would anyone order anything online? How would it get to you?" So people always look at things that are so out there to them in that way you know yeah it but, always ends up looking but those are from visionary no 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 but those are from like i 100 i agree it's a uh, visionary but those those are from people who were like who had no business doing any of those oh. businesses like those are people like yeah, who are yeah. new to the scene that haven't proved themselves in like a big like enterprise way or anything like that Did, and but chas counting this dude's already told you once like yo i do this I made a $40 billion company, like, hop off my dick. And then people literally laughed at him for, like, making a cloud kitchen thing. And they said that it wasn't going to work. It was a stupid idea. And now, given, like, the current, like, landscape we're in, this dude's basically, he's basically a genius because he's two for two on billion-dollar ideas. Like, he went and got money from the same guys who invested in Uber. People laughed at them saying, oh, they're just burning money now. And now his ideas are probably going to save, like, a lot of uh, 
what is it called, restauranteurs, like these restaurant owners, just because like you can't afford an actual restaurant, but the next next best thing is to have a kitchen that you can just sell food out of. That's all I had to say. But hey, props up to that guy. You know, anyone can get lucky once, but to do it twice, come on. I mean, dude, I I think that to at a certain point it'll be like let's say you know right now fast food or sit down restaurants are let's say seventy percent of no let's say sixty percent of restaurants right and then forty percent is like fast food and I think eventually with the idea of cloud kitchens that'll be a, that'll really cut into everything and probably take twenty or thirty percent of the market. Because people love staying at home, and 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 the thing is with with the way Uber Eats is, I know you. We talked about like the the tipping or whatever, but you know, once things get down, and they get down fees or they get things more optimized, it's I mean, it's just gonna work, and people aren't gonna have to sit down at restaurants anymore at all. But the problem, I mean, I'd be ordering Uber Eats all the time. The pro- yeah, I'm ordering Uber Eats and like Postmates like that now because it's finally in my area, but it's like. For me, the thing is, like, it's crazy because, like, I'm ordering something that's $5 if I go to the gas station, but I'm paying $9, which I understand it's, like, a convenience thing, but it's, like, it shouldn't... We talked about this. That's your... No, I mean, that's you as a consumer. You're only spending $5. I don't know why you would expect to to only pay $2 for delivery. You should... At least you're... If you're spending a decent amount of money. I understand. I understand. Like, it's just me because, like, I'm, like... I'm, like, buying, like, small shit. Like, sometimes I don't, like, buy everything I need. So, I get it. But I'm just saying it's, like, until they, like, I don't even have a problem with the fees. But until, like, they really figure out their economics, like, I don't understand, like, how these apps don't go under. Or, like, these businesses, like, because all all these businesses eventually, sooner or later, are going to need to raise more money. Like, I remember people gave them a lot of shit for it. But Travis Kalanick. In an interview, he said for, like, running Uber, because it was, like, losing hundreds of millions of dollars a quarter, he said his biggest problem is the guy in the front seat. And people killed him for it because it's true. I mean, is he wrong? No, he's not wrong, but people killed him for it. Talk about, because they're talking about, like, how um, how Uber is, like, not doing well and, like, like how he sees improving, like, their... Um, their financials, and he he literally said his biggest problem were the guys in the front seat, and it rubbed everybody the wrong way. But he was telling the truth, like, and that's why, like, for me, that's why, like, I'm like the guy. I'm like, I'm a fan because like he keeps it honest and he like he does what he says. Because, and th- that's why these businesses to me don't seem like they'll work until like they figure that aspect out. Because I'm looking at like, okay, I pay five bucks, that goes Seven Eleven. That four bucks, I don't know how they're going to bust that down. I think, uh, okay, so as an ex-Uber driver, food delivery, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the only, I think their problem is their algorithms too because, and the restaurants themselves, because they could easily use those same employees for delivering more meals. So like, for example, you'll go to a restaurant, right? And it's supposed to be ready as soon as you get there. As an Uber driver, it could be a regular day. They're not even stupid busy or anything. And the meal is supposed to be ready within five minutes, right? And you'll sometimes wait 20. That's yeah. time they're having to pay you for. So as the algorithm gets better about sending their workers to those places to pick up stuff, to 
deliver it itself. When they get the timing right, they'll be able to spend less money. And the thing is also is like it kind of bothers me sometimes. But like you'll you'll get one order and then you'll just sit there waiting for your next one, which you're not getting paid for, but a lot of people end up clocking out because of that. So if they have the algorithm better, they would be able to do more work with less people, you know? I get what you mean, but that isn't that isn't in terms of the algorithm uh, as much as it as much as it is about where we live. Because you live in Arlington, right? Yeah, so whenever I lived in my apartment in Arlington for a little bit, like, it was, I was at the point where it's like, okay, my parents pay for my rent, my car, all that shit. I was like, I don't want to ask them for money, so I'm just going to find a way to get myself. So I, at the time, did Uber Eats too, because apparently they don't let you do Uber whenever you're, um, <clears throat> what's it called, whenever you're 18, or I was 19 or 20 at the time, I don't know. But, so I went out, I did it. And it's like you said, you sit there and you wait. But the problem isn't that they're not, um, the algorithm Uber's, can't find somebody. It's not Uber's fault. It's the restaurants. No, it's not even the restaurants. It's the fact that no one in that area orders food like that. We live in Texas. Everybody has cars. That's the problem. Everything, yeah. everything so far that essentially in this state or in this area, you need a car to survive because you not everything's not close to each other. So in a place like. Um, I, I love LA, so I'm just using LA example for everything pretty much. But in place like that, like you, when you're an Uber driver or whatever, of course, like your the amount you're making to like your living cost is doesn't add up. But you make substantially more, and all those wait times that you keep talking about don't exist because like literally the apps going off, boom, boom, boom. It's always one after another because everybody over there is ordering stuff. Because one, not everybody that has a car because everything's close to each other. LA's okay, crazy. I, I get what you're saying. That that sucks from the the worker perspective. But I'm talking yeah. about the company. The first part I was saying is yeah. The first part saying is completely accurate about them paying you while you're waiting at the restaurant itself. I don't, I mean I don't know how that works. And that's the thing. Like I completely get it from a worker standpoint. But like as a business person, I'm like I understand as a company you have to like protect yourself in terms of like the amount of money you're essentially spending. Because if I'm paying you for waiting at the restaurant. I get it, but that's still a lot. That's still a shit ton of money. I agree. And even, uh, what's it called? I know for Uber, Uber, like, just not eats, but just regular Uber, they do pay you for time. I'm pretty sure. That's why, like, sometimes you see, like, an Uber driver finesse and take a long way or something crazy. That's, that's what money the company is wasting. That's what, what I'm mean? saying. Oh, yeah. The wage that they're wasting, like, wasting money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey. What can you say? Anyways, uh, what's next? So, we were talking about this a little bit before, but, like, after quarantine, not even after quarantine, like, after coronavirus, like, do you think life changes at all? Completely. Like, in what aspect? Because from what I'm seeing, like, on TV and everything, I don't know if it changes as much. At least in America. In America, let me rephrase that. I really don't know at the same time, just because of people protesting. It just shows how we're really that stupid. I mean, I think that um, supermarkets are continually going to have higher uh, sales after everything. But, I mean, it's going to be a hard recovery for restaurants to be able to bring people in again when people aren't afraid to sit down at a restaurant anymore. Theme parks, you know, all those things that people are not an issue um 
I think it's going to affect revenue and sales for, I mean, up until probably the second or third quarter of next year or more. Do you think there's a cure by the end of this year? I think we already have a cure. Oh, this fucking guy. Don't even know. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing this with you. I'm not doing this with you. I'm not. I'm not going to. You don't, uh, don't want a conspiracy theorist? Bro. I was talking to my cousin the other day. Um, this is going to be a quick story, but I was talking to her the other day. I, talk, I was talking to her when this first started off, like this whole quarantine COVID shit. And I was telling her, like, I was like, yeah, um, on the on my podcast, we talked about, like, how the CEOs all, like, kind of stepped down at the same time. And I'm like, it's not a coincidence. And it's like, these are, like, the guys who are CEOs of companies that kind of would be really affected by something like this happening. So it's like they all knew. Like they were all in. They all knew. They all got memos or whatever the fuck it was. And then she said the craziest shit to me. Like I would never forget the, the shit she said to me. She's like, yeah, all the all, all the billionaires and millionaires were in on it. Um, and it's so crazy because like they're building spaceships too. I'm like, what? Spaceships? What the fuck are you talking about? She's like, yeah, they're building spaceships to leave the planet. I was like, there's no... And this is, like, this is my cousin who, like, who's, she's educated. She's, like, 23, 24. She graduated college. She works at a startup. She's smart. And I'm like, there's no fucking way you think this is what's actually going on. And there she was. Straight to my face. She's like, yeah, that's what they're doing. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Did you ask for her the sources? It was some guy on YouTube she watches. She's like, he's been right about everything. So I can uh, only assume he's uh, right about this too. I was like, what the fuck? No one's building spaceships. So go where? Like, we, we can't even figure out fucking food issues here on the planet, let alone like growing food on wherever the fuck they want to go, Mars. Bro. I mean, people really are that dumb. I mean, people trying to blame the Democrats or trying to blame anything else besides the virus itself are stupid. Bro. I'm trying to say that they were people. I mean, I can. I guess you can say some people were in on it, but I don't know about Bob Eager being in on it. Bob Eager. You know Bob I mean? Iger knew. Iger. He knew. Think so? Then why did he step back into the company? He stepped back in. He's he's a chairman. He that was always his role. No, but I mean, he 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 was supposed to step down his his role, and then he stepped right back up as soon as it started. Didn't he do that? I swear. No, Bob Iger was CEO and chairman, and then he stepped down from CEO because he was supposed to step down next year. And then he was like, you know what? I see this coming. Fuck it. He stepped down this year, and he literally put the guy whose department would be most affected in the CEO role. So the parks guy, the guy who's in charge of parks and all that shit, he's now the CEO of the company. Part I know, but I thought he stepped back up. Okay, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm thinking about him being a part of that California task force or whatever. Maybe, yeah, but he, Bob Iger's not going anywhere fucking near Disney, bro. This dude's out. He made out like a bandit because they knew. Like, they all knew. They're, and it's crazy because, like, a report came out that, um, fuck, uh, it was an NBA player. Shit. Hold on. I had to look this up. Uh, it was an NBA player. I'll look up his name in a second. He... He's a, like he's he was in China. He's helping them with their Chinese basketball league and everything like that. It turned out he sent an email to Adam Silver saying that hey, this Corona thing is insane. You have to shut down the league. It's not. It's it's bad. It's gonna be crazy. And then literally three days later, is the NBA shuts down after like the players test positive. After like they literally start talking about shutting down. 
China and India or Italy and all that shit. It's like the NBA literally got a memo saying that, hey, you need to shut down from like this just really prominent guy because like they love him in China. Like he's a really big, um, he's a really big player over there. So like he literally sends a memo, which is a dangerous thing to do because China's monitoring everything. So he sends a memo saying he got, he got shut down the league. The NBA, they look at the email literally in those, those three days leading up to when they actually shut the league down everything bad happens. So now this guy is, now you're looking at this guy like, holy shit, this guy is like, I, I mean, I don't know what you would say, like, he's like a, a savior, I guess. Like, he was right. Always end up saying that, though. You always see people warned about catastrophes, like, before they happen within governments or companies and stuff. You always end up seeing that. You, have, haven't you ever noticed that? There was always, like, a whistleblower for something. Yeah, of course. But the thing is, like, that and where people are oh his name is Stefan Marbury I don't know if you know who that is, but the thing about him is that he was he was uh the, the thing about this is that the NBA actually like reacted to his email because the NBA could have just blown it off and be like oh we'll be fine whatever, but then literally three days later they're like no nah, the league's got to stop. So he's my winner for the week Stefan Marbury, what a great guy NBA player, turned uh what, what, what can I say hero, world saver. Anyways, so what have you been watching? <laughs> what have you been watching this past week? Uh, I've been watching. Well, I tried watching Black AF yesterday, and it's awful. What? I, I literally tweeted about it. I love it. It's so bad. You know why it's so bad? Okay, so I like Blackish. I think Blackish racism. is probably because racism. No, listen. Say it with me. R A C I S A M. What does that spell? I don't know. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> with, with okay, you used to watch Blackish, right? Yes, I watch Blackish. Or I, I used to. I I skip a couple episodes. I skip around. I've seen every season. I think it's a great show. I think that. The writing's good, the the humor, the actors, everything's good. And I understand that Kenya Barris, what, Kenya, however you say his name. Kenya Barris, are you okay? Do you have like a yeah. like do you have like a speech impediment, like a pronunciation issue? A little bit. It's because I speak Spanish too. Um, I speak French, you so, don't hear me fucking up. Whoa, chill out. Okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go but ahead. the thing is like, when, and you know, within like 20 minutes, every single joke was about white people. And I was just like, this isn't funny. It was just kind of pushy. You know what I mean? Like, Blackish is funny because it does do that, but it does, you know, different types of comedy, jokes about different things, family jokes, dad jokes, kid jokes, you know, whatever it may be. And, like, when you're watching Black AF, it's just like, ugh, this is just, over. you know, when things are overplayed or overdone, you're just like, ugh, come on. You know why? And, I, and and then like, keep going. And it's not because I'm not, and I don't think it's not because I'm not black. I don't I don't think it's because of that. I, I don't I wouldn't like if they did that about black people either. Just making constantly the same type of joke back to back to back to back to back. You know what I mean? What joke are you talking about? He started making the joke about the white dude in the Prius, and he made another joke after that, and like another one after that. And I'm just like, wait, wait, wait. I, I'm I'm confused. Okay, so how did you take the first episode? Like, whenever you were watching it, like how how did you take it? Like, he was making fun of white people. Yes, but that's not what it was. That's what it felt. 
I mean, look, here's the description of the episode on Netflix. Showing a documentary for NYU application, Drea introduces her unfiltered family as Kenya considers toning down her toning down his flexing around white people. <laughs> yeah. It was it, it was a, no, but okay, you, you missed the point of the episode. You see, this is what happens when you're not black. I understand. Let's educate the people. So I watched Anya Barris's show. It was like no, I, no, no, I, no. I, 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 it was a joke. It was a joke. I get. I understand. But let me. I'm gonna explain it, and I'm gonna try to make sense. So his whole thing about the whole thing about the episode was that him as a black man needing to buy certain things, like or spend a certain type of money, or show like a certain type of jewelry to kind of validate himself around white people that he gets bred to. Do you get what I'm saying? I get the I get the woke part about it, but it gets tiring the jokes. Like it's boring. It it, it like it's just like if you watch a, okay, Seth Rogen's special that he had on Netflix, I think it was a year and a half ago. Dude, there was about hunt like a hundred dick jokes. I got bored of it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just something that's repetitive that gets annoying after a while. Besides complaining about that show, I started when they see us. Bro, I know I'm late, but oh my god. That show is so depressing. It is so frustrating how fucked up. Uh, I have yet to watch are. it. Dude. Well, guys, I don't I like mean, sad you know shit, bro. I, I, know, I know it's going to be sad. I don't like sad shit. I mean, you know, it's about like four kids. They they get blamed for yeah, a rape I know of a woman that they didn't do, and they get put in jail and all that stuff. Yeah, bro, I know what it is. I'm black. I know what it is. I didn't watch okay, it okay. just because I don't and- want to be sad. I started watching the episode, and, like, you know, the first set episodes where the kids all go to the park, it's, like, 40 of them, they get caught up in that, they all uh, start getting questioned by the cops, and the messed up part is, like, you watch what these cops did, and the cops would, like, make the kids lie, they interviewed a 14-year-old without his parents' consent, or the parent there, or a lawyer, so the kid was by himself getting badgered by the cops, which is totally legal as a minor, Yeah, and, like... Oh, uh, a bunch of other things is like, oh, you saw Ant- uh, what's his name Antron. He's like, you saw Antron do it, right? Antron was the first one that got on top of her, right? Right? They're like questioning someone and like being leading and asking leading questions and pushing them to answer a certain way and like, and I'm pretty sure a lot of it's pretty accurate. I'm just like, how do these cops get away with this, man? But it's so good. Y'all need to watch it. Yeah, I, it was one of those things where it's like, I just knew, like, if I know, like, for a fact, something's going to be sad, like, I don't want to watch it. Like, it's just because I know, I'm like, look, I may, outside of this, like, very, inside of this very tough, rigid, masculine shell, I'm a teddy bear. All right? I look like a teddy bear. Fuck you. I'll, you know, I'll shed a tear to, I should, I should, like, I literally, the other day, I was, like, about to shed a tear to a TikTok, bro. Cause I was like, oh no, this is so this this is crazy, cause it was um it was a TikTok of this guy seeing his mom for the first time like in person after like ten years, and like he sees her, he runs to the kitchen, and then like before he even gets her, he just drops to the floor and starts crying. So I was like, God, now I want to cry. A week, huh? What, pussy? Yeah. Real men cry. What can I say? Well, well, it is 420, so we should talk about that cooking show. Have you seen that cooking show that showed up on Netflix, Cook, Cooked with Cannabis? No. Dude, I started watching it today. It's so funny. It's so good. I guarantee you if I watch that show, it would probably be ass. Well, if you like cooking shows. Cooking shows like that are normally somewhat entertaining to me. They're good filler time for me. Is that I said so? Nope. 
<laughs> okay, did you watch Westworld's new episode yesterday? Is water blue? Does it rain come from the sky? I haven't of watched course. it yet, so we can't talk about it. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm going to watch it today, then we can talk about it the next time. Why? Why didn't you watch Honestly, that's my one beef during this whole quarantine shit, is that I get people are doing different things like in their time under quarantine, but it's not. This isn't about what you just said, but it's like in general. It's like I hate how people try to act busy during quarantine when I know they're not doing shit. Oh, you know what? I've been somewhat busy today. I washed two dogs. I cut their nails, <laughs> and then I went to Walmart. My girlfriend had to get a new bike, and I came home and I had to make food and i had a maintenance guy come fix our sink oh so there was a bunch of stuff to do so yeah i am busy you during quarantine. but you didn't fix the sink you didn't fix it you did fix the sink you didn't fix the sink all right you sat there and watched him fix the sink while eating some hot cheetos all right so what no dude i don't need hot cheetos just because i'm hispanic that's just bro that's racist <sighs> yeah little cheeto fingers i'm calling the i'm calling I'm calling the woke police on you, bro. You're, you're the hot Cheeto girl that kept talking about in high school. Oh, my God. <laughs> they stanky now. All right. So, what's your content for the for the week? My content is Black AF, man. I don't know what Ryan's oh, on. No, Do I'm, you want me to try to watch it again? I mean, bro, you can watch it. It's quarantine. Spend your I, quarantine I love you Rash- Dude, I love Rashida Jones. and I. You didn't even know she was black I'm... until the show. You know why I did know she was black before the stupid? <laughs> You know why? Because I watched Between Two Ferns. And Between Two Ferns, uh, there's a joke about it when she's in it um, that Zach Galifianakis makes about people not knowing that who her dad is. Like, I didn't, I didn't know. I knew she was, I knew she was mixed, but I don't know how I didn't put two and two together that her dad was Quincy Jones. That's insane. Oh, the the last name Jones didn't get you? Because that name. I just knew the last name and I knew it was black. I just didn't think her dad was famous. I didn't, you know what I mean? I didn't think that. I had no reason to think. I mean, the people that are mad at her or the cast or the director or whatever for casting her as as a black woman in the show are so stupid to me. I don't, I have no idea. Which, I don't think anybody's mad. I haven't seen a single person mad. When they first, the show first dropped, her name was uh, trending on Twitter and they were all talking about it. I think most people were talking about the at the fact that they were surprised she was black. Oh, but some people were complaining that saying that she hasn't embraced black roles enough to be able to be in a show called Black AF. I'm like, y'all but are the, annoying woke the show's warriors. Based on his There's life. no reason to be mad. I know, but they were Have being annoying, annoying woke warriors. No. His, bro, it, it's basically his wife. Did you know his wife's real name is Rainbow? That's what influenced him to name her of that in Blackish. That's yeah, funny. and she's a real doctor. <laughs> so, um, no, but the thing is, like, a lot of people, it's just a lot of people don't understand that it's based off for his life. For a reason life. to complain, they're just looking for a reason to complain. Bro, it's like I, I'm probably gonna play a clip at the end of this episode. It's gonna be like one minute long, but it's an interview that Scooter Braun did. You probably saw it on my Snapchat. Do I have you on Snapchat? I don't think so. Maybe, maybe not. But it's um. It's a clip of Scooter Braun. He's doing like this interview with this lady. I don't know who she is, but she asked him like, "How do you feel? Or like, how do you handle like social media like criticism when like the walls are falling down?" And he's just like, "I don't care," because and he gives the analogy because the girl she has like nine million followers. He's like, "Let's round up to 10. 
it's around a 10 million. So what's 1% of 10 million followers? Sorry, I was sneezing. What did you say? What's 1%? 1%? Oh, yeah, 10 million. 100,000? Yeah, 100,000. So he's like, let's say 10,000 people are all in your comments yelling at you all at once. It'll feel like the wall is, like, it'll feel like the sky is falling because you have so much hate coming your way. But then when you look at it, at like, if you take a step back and look at it at, like, at a, a bigger scale, you realize it doesn't mean anything. Like, it, it's like, because it's not real. Like, like, none of that social media stuff is real. So, like, it's always, like, on Twitter especially, it's like, you'll you'll see, like, what? <laughs> I don't want to talk, I didn't like, want to talk it, about it's this. social media Twitter wars. Like, they no. know, okay, let like, if yeah. they're complaining about something political, that you know damn well they're not going to go up there and protest. And or if something's going on with police brutality, you know damn well they're not going to be protesting with Black Lives Matters right in front of the police station. Like, they just like to talk. And that's why it's so funny, because I, I remember, um, I remember that there's this guy, and he talks about how brands don't care about like, social media backlash anymore if it's, like, less than a certain amount. Like, because before it's like, oh, you get 12,000 bad, like, tweets coming at your brand. Like, brands, like, they would be scrambling in the offices. Like, they would do this, this, and that, trying to fix their image. Now, like, they get 12,000 tweets in the office. They're, they're damn near high-fiving. Cause well, it's, it's, like, just because, it's just because people's attention span is so much shorter now that the people are going to forget about it in a day. Yeah, they'll forget about why they're pissed, but they'll always remember the brand. That's the only, that's the best like, advice for marketing. Yeah, it wasn't no no uh, publicity is bad publicity kind of thing. Well, and I mean, it really is relatable now. Well, I mean, no, it's still kind of a lie. There, there's still such thing as bad publicity. Of but, course, but but what you just said, you know, yeah. twelve thousand people complaining, and because of their attention span, it ends up being beneficial in some way. Exactly, because like next, like if Charmin, like I remember, if Charmin does something, I don't even know they haven't done anything. But like let's say Charmin does something, some guy wipes his asshole, and he goes from being a black guy to a white guy after he wipes. Like people are gonna get, <laughs> Jesus Christ! People are gonna get pissed, but it's gonna like you're still gonna remember Charmin next time you go to the store. You're still gonna wipe your ass with it. Yeah, actually, I use baby wipes, so I wouldn't agree with that. But yeah, yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah. All right, man. Hey, dirty asshole people out there. Anyways, my content, yeah, it's Black AF. What about you? Oh, whoa, I just I gave content. I gave what, plenty. What'd you, no, what'd you give? You give I shit. gave the cannabis cooking show. I gave. Uh, I'm about to give you another. Um, you know what? This is a good I show. I gave when they see us. But that doesn't count. That shit's old, fam. What? Fuck out of here. Um, Outer Banks on Netflix. I actually oh, enjoyed I saw, it. I saw it's trending. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I I didn't think I would. I was like, this looks kind of dumb. Just from like the not even from like the trailer, but like just from like the picture of the thing. But I was like, you know what? Let me give it a shot. Not bad. I want to see Midnight Gospel. I'm going to start watching that. It looks like um, Chowder or like uh, some of those cartoons. Have you watched Dave on Netflix yet or on Hulu yet? No, but I want to. Oh, that's great. Hi, I'm Dave. Bro, it's actually really funny. I'm like, damn. Who knew? So you said your winner, so who's your loser now? I didn't say my winner. Who did I say my winner was? You said your winner was, uh, what's his name? You said it earlier. Uzer, oh, yeah, the basketball. Yeah. Stephon Mar- uh, Marbury. The basketball stuff. Yeah, there you go. No, I have another winner, too. Kenya Bears, because he made a great show. Terrible. Hey. Who's your loser, man? 
Who's your winner? You, I mean, come on, bro. We can't just start skipping over these things. Alright, my winner is Trump. Who? Oh. Who? Trump. Can I use your laptop? I'm using it right now. When are you gonna be done? I'll be done a little bit. And I, oh, and I, oh, 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 y'all didn't hear that. Mm. But anyways, <laughs> why him? Yeesh. She got mad at you. Um, so the reason it's Trump is because he tweeted out a video today of Biden's commercial, and it was Obama like just watching the commercial. Yes. And I'm just, dude, I don't know how we're gonna win against this dude. I, um, I even tweeted, I was like, bro, I like you love or hate him. This guy's good, man. He's he's amazing at what he does. Uh, all right, so who's your loser? Damn, that's a hard one, you know. I don't know. You, uh, you go. Come back to me. My loser would be Georgia. Uh, Governor Kemp is the loser of the day for me. I mean, he th I think he's a fucking idiot for opening up everything. Oh, I didn't read this part. They said also on theaters, social clubs, and restaurants will be allowed to reopen Monday, April 27th. You said theaters, social they, clubs, and restaurants? Yes, April 27th. They are definitely my, my, my loser. Yeah, because they're all going to die. People don't understand. The South is probably the unhealthiest out of everybody. The most so, ignorant, too. Yeah, so what happens when you start opening? It's so funny. Like They're talking about, oh, let's flatten the curve. Okay, we did a good job, and they want to open everything back up before there's a cure. What the fuck are you talking about? It's going to go from, okay. okay, there's only 100,000 or 200,000 cases. to It's going to go to 2.5 million in literally a matter of two weeks. I can guarantee. If you start opening up, did you see the beaches at Jacksonville? Oh, dude, it's ridiculous. There's tons of people. And they're not even it's social distancing. Tough. They're just mad close to each other. High-fiving. Did, did you see people making comments about the race of people that were there? Yeah, they're all white people. Bro. I saw someone said it was like, Mm, I don't see any, and they put the blackface uh, moon emoji, and it's a black person tweeting it. I was like, bruh. It's just, it's ridiculous. How? Am I still in here? Oh, I'm still in here. Okay, I thought I exited. But no. it is ridiculous that people are going to the beach and thinking that's cool. And they were all in their clothes, bro. They weren't even getting in the pool, or in the beach, or in the water, I mean. They were all wearing normal clothes. Bro, I, I, just, I, I don't even know. I can't. I honestly could not tell you, because whenever I look, I understand. I, underst I understand maybe chilling on the beach, but man, they are not distancing at all. They're not what? Oh yeah, no, they're not distancing at all. Yeah. That's it. You done? Um, I there? guess I'm reading. You know what? You know what's so funny? While you're explaining that, I was. Oh wait, I didn't get my loser, did I? Well, who's your loser? I still don't know. Like, there's like, there's a lot of losers in today's society. <sighs> I, I guess my losers gonna have to be you, bro. Why? Because you didn't like the show. I don't like the show. Whatever. I, I'm reading the, I'm reading the, the reviews right now. Oh my god! Whatever. <laughs> I'll try to watch it. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Wait. I will find. I will figure it out. Give me like two seconds. I gotta, I gotta. Let me go to Twitter real quick and see somebody I hate. I'll need to watch Ozark yet again. I don't know if y'all have been watching it, but that show really is amazing. 
Yo, when he blasted her, I think we talked about the last pod, but oh, I'm still not sh- over it. Fuck him. If you haven't seen it yet, bro, there's nothing to do in quarantine. You have to have seen it already. It is one of those shows you watch back-to-back episodes because you cannot help yourself. And it's not because you're bored. It's just, like, so engaging. Exactly. I saw some uh, Onion wrote an article, and I was, they were ripping up. They were like, um... If you have, if you like, Oz- if you think Ozark's a good show, you have no taste or something. I was like, "Fuck y'all!" No onion, like they write fake articles or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just made me mad. All right. So oh, my loser! My loser is going to have to be. Oh, fuck! I literally just had it and I lost it. My... All right. Yeah. The onion. The onion article said Netflix algorithm suggests viewer viewers who enjoyed Ozark will pretty much like anything. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! Wait, that what? So bad. It's it's just a joke. The Onion oh. just right. It's satire. Uh, oh, it says you Netflix, said the Onion. My bad. All satire. Netflix algorithm suggests viewer who enjoyed Ozark will like pretty much anything. Okay, I found out my loser. My loser are. Le- oh fuck! God, I'm about to burp. Are LeBron, LeBron James, James? LeBron James fans. LeBron James. Because okay. uh, I'm. Yeah. I'm the, like personally, I'm a LeBron James fan, so I count in this category. But I heard that Michael Jordan was pretty much getting him the fuck out of here in terms of greatest basketball player conversations with that doc that came out yesterday. That's all I saw in my timeline, where people were talking about like how this dude was like a different breed, how Nike and Gatorade wouldn't be here without him, and just things like that. Love LeBron, so I don't know. Yeah, I know. In my opinion, he's the best player ever, but. After this doc, and the problem with this doc is that Michael Jordan controlled all the film, like he owned the rights to all his like footage, and he wouldn't, he wasn't releasing, to, ever gonna release them until the guy who approached him about making this documentary, um, came up to him and told him, hey, uh, he saw he made like this other guy's documentary, and Michael Jordan was like, hey, I trust you, you can make mine, but the problem I have with a documentary that's like controlled by the person it's about is that they can make their likeliness, likeness or whatever, in whatever image they see fit. Makes sense. So it's kind of like my issue way back when, when Drake did an interview and people were praising him on the interview, but he produced the whole interview. Like his guys, his guys recorded it, his guys edited it, all that stuff. So it's like, you can't, as much as you want to respect it, it's like, you can't, you can't really give it its full credit because like the person who it's about had input on what the people got to see. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I mean, that makes complete sense. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. So, I'll say my, my loser might be Michael Jordan. Fuck him. Well, guys, just make sure you send us uh, things that y'all want us to talk about. Subjects, content, politics, entertainment, money, whatever it has to be for our next episode. I swear to God, Thanks. if any of you guys send anything politics related, I'm going to slap somebody. I'll send politics stuff. It's okay. No. Goodbye. Hey, fellas. Look what I found in my pocket. Look. A year's salary right here. What I call them? Fun coupons. See that? They're fun coupons.